Yeah, what's up, y'all? Welcome to AfroCon 2020. This is the Beyond Fandom panel. What's up? All right, y'all, what's up? I am your illustrious moderator, Nerd Soul, but I'm joined by some awesome folks. You can see in the squares around me, it's a whole bunch of dopeness. We're going to start from the bottom square, because you know what I'm saying? Because we started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, so at the bottom square, we got from Blurdish, Keith, the man, the myth, the legend. What's up? What's up, y'all? I hope y'all enjoy this panel. We got some dope business owners, creators, uh, content providers, and people with uh, high-minded goals. Mm, high-minded goals. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, also, in, the in another bottom square, we have cosplay uh, extraordinaire, <laughs> Gamma Ray. What's up? Hey, oh, appreciative of that uh, introduction. Thank you. You are too kind. Um, as he said, it's your girl, Gamma Ray Cosplay. Uh, you know, lawyer by day, cosplayer by night, but a geek always. And also the other one part of uh, the Geeked Up podcast. Here bringing you more geekiness and darkness. <laughs> All right. And of course, right here. <laughs> Uh, dope uh, woman in IT, gaming, all that stuff. Look, if you want to get your tech on, holla at her. Leslie Moore, what's up? Hi, Leslie Moore. I am with Get Rec Tech Support. It's a safe space for women who love IT and gaming, and it's a way we can come in and we can have our own fun. We, it's a non-boys club here. <laughs> no boys allowed. You know no saying? boys allowed. <laughs> And last but not least, you know him, you love him. He's lazy, he's a nerd, he's also archery Olympic champion 2018 and 19. Lazy nerd, <laughs> right here. Yo, what up? As you mentioned, I'm Lazy Nerds. I am my own print shop, art shop. It's a one-stop shop. We do customs, we do our own stuff, we get it out to the people. We love the people. Come check us out. And he's a well, podcaster now too. Got to okay. throw that title in. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so new to you me. Know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. This what's up. So to get it started, um, this is Beyond Fandom. I'm gonna throw it to throw it to Keith first because idea came from you. Why Beyond Fandom? Beyond Fandom. Um, it came to me because everybody on this panel, um, believe it or not, I have collaborated with, done something with, and we're also independent, you know, we're not from, I guess you could say the usual hot spots of geekdom, you know, we're not from, say, New York, we're not from Atlanta. I mean, Mike out there, you know, Los Angeles, he out there with the big boys in Hollywood, but, you know, it's not the, the same old, same old. Um, you know, Gamma is from, uh, she's from Jackson, Mississippi, you know, a lot of us, uh, you know, at least three of us went to HBCUs, you know, uh, three of us went to Southern University, uh, Gamma, she went there for um, for a law degree. And, um, you know, I just wanted to basically hone in on people who are, why and why they chose to go into their businesses in this, uh, you know, in this fandom uh, atmosphere, you know, to kind of pinpoint that a little bit more and just to show people like, hey, you don't have to be from, you know, you know the typical places. Just start something. If you want to create an idea, start it, do it. Do it to the best of your abilities, and we'll just talk about that. All right, cool. Now, with that, might as well go on and tee you up first. 
Got Blurdish, you and your partner, you know, of course, Mark Dub, part man, part thug ain't here. But <laughs> why why did you start Blurdish? Like you could just, you know, you could be sitting at home doing nothing. Why don't you go to college? You know what I'm saying? Why well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I started that look. What they look, I did, and you still sometimes in these uh corona timelines and these ups and downs of recessions and stuff, sometimes you might need another business. You might need another way of income, you know, that's passive or could be direct if you know if the world blow up, maybe somebody still might want to buy comics or something. But um <laughs> excuse me, but um basically we started because me and Mark, we both love comics, we both love you know animation. I love anime more than he do. You know, we, we go, we're, we're a little older, you know, we, in the, I'm almost in the 40 plus club. Mark is in the 40 plus club. So, you know, we, we know the stuff back there when Atari 26 was out there and the old Nintendo and all that. <laughs> so it's been a part of our life you know, since we, you know, been around. So even before the word blurred or anime was created, we were into some of it. So it's just how can, you know, everybody got an opinion, but, you see some stuff on Facebook or Twitter, and it's like, do these people even read? Do y'all even know what y'all talking about? Or it's always some weird stuff, or it's just kind of trashy. And it's like, it don't always have to be that way. You can be your own, okay. you can have your own way of, to geek out. You have your own way to be a nerd or whatever. Or blurred. I personally like to use the word blurred because I always like to represent my blackness, no matter what. You know, be yourself, you know, it's okay. And, and it is, there's more than one way to do it. So, you know, why not start a podcast? You can start a podcast for free most of the time. You know, you can put as much money as you want into it, but there's ways to do it. No money. You can start out, get your voice heard. Maybe people like what you got to say. You know, and maybe, you know, and I'm joking, but maybe if you are that trashy person, find your trash <laughs> if you're that type of person. There's levels to it for all type of ways to do it. And um, <clears throat> just to kind of, I guess, to gloss over my history a little bit. And then, you know, we kind of fell into becoming comic book distri distribution by via 133R and Jason Reeves. He was like, hey, sell, sell my books for me. And you know, <laughs> the first person who actually asked was actually uh, Greg Anderson Elsie. He was the first person who actually come up with the idea. It didn't ah. happen. Uh, he was supposed to possibly come to the Mid-City um, Mid Microcon. Uh, he wasn't able to attend, but he literally is the first person who asked. Then Jason followed suit. Oh. Jason came to the event, and I'm like, you know, uh, sure. I was like, I said, I don't know if this is going to work. Hey, I'm selling comic books on a pop-up. I said, I ain't got nothing to do. And I've been doing it for I ain't got nothing three to years. Do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but that's, no, that's what's up. That's sure, what's up. Sure. That, that's what's up, you know. And, and we've talked offline a couple times about how important – your role has become in just this short time as far as like being a distributor for comics in times where larger companies gave it up for a while. They was like, look, we ain't distributed nothing. Look, Diamond distributed. <laughs> and excuse me if my phone dropped, it, it says stop charging. So if I bump uh, off, give everybody else be back. spotlight. But, uh, <laughs> but basically, yeah, it's like, you know, when the big companies stop, the little guy can still move because he's nimble. You know, nothing is stopping mm -hmm. me. Diamond ain't stopping me. I don't have warehouse. Ain't nobody stopping I, you. Nobody stopped me, son. But I'm the warehouse. I'm the store. I'm transportation. I'm the middleman. I'm the advertising agency. 
you know, I'm the banker as well. So I'm your one-stop <laughs> processing shop. And I'm an online store thanks to uh, one of our guests here and yourself too. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, and that's just the definition of distribution and uh, of distribution. How can you get this book to somebody's hand? And can you do it efficiently and to make a profit? And with that said, speaking of your store, uh, Blurtish.com, amazing yes, website. Uh, the young lady right here, um, <laughs> I'm going to jump to, you know, Beyond Fandom. Why, you know, why, why tech? Why, why uh, you know, the focus of just like making sure women are taken care of in tech and gaming and stuff like that? Why, what fueled that passion for you? What started it for me was I've been a gamer since I was about four years old and I love video games, but all my, all I had around me were my male cousins and we hit on the game. We play all the time. And, you know, my fem- my friends who were girls, they were like, oh, you like video games. We're not really into that. I'm like, cool, that's you, but I like games. And I've always been kind of a geek. I loved computers since maybe about, 12 or 13 years old, my dad got me my first computer and he told me if it breaks, yeah, to look because I can't afford another one. So I, that taught me how to <laughs> fix it. So I got me into the hardware side. And then when I attended Southern, I went into programming and I loved it. It's a lot of problem solving. And throughout the course of my career in the IT field, I noticed there's a major underrepresentation of women. I'm like, okay, I might be the only woman in the room, let alone the only black person in the and I've noticed that just all facets of IT, hardware and software side, because I've also been a software tester. I'm in Shreveport now, but when I was in Baton Rouge, mm. it was the same way. And came to Shreveport as a software tester. Out of 10, 11 testers, two female, only black female. So the disparity has always been there. And even just being a, I, if you notice, most women who like IT usually are also in the video games well because technology is fun so i joined an (laughs) all-girl gamer group on facebook called the athena alliance shout out to the athena alliance ah words they are some hardcore gamers that'll give some dudes some run for their money it's real in there it's real it is real fun too and one morning they had i saw a post that said uh somebody was about to get off the game to go to work and explain to people why they can't have super admin rights and i'm like okay she does it stuff too and the post (laughs) became flooded with other women saying, yeah, I'm in IT and I like gaming and I don't understand. And I'm like, hmm, all right. Explain why you can't have super, because you can't. Because you don't need them. Trust me, not everybody needs super admin rights. Lord help us. But uh, it gave me the idea. I'm like, why isn't there somewhere on the internet for women who like IT and like gaming, why can't we find all the information we need for both. And I said, I'm like, okay, I've been in the IT field over 15 years and I've got books, videos, all kinds of content that I'm just sitting on. I've got terrible, almost a terabyte drive of just info on IT. And I'm like, okay, I own all these books. I had to search all over the internet for all these books. Why can't they all just be in one place? That's easier to find. And I'm like, okay, I can't find it. I'm gonna make it myself. So I did. Go. Oh. Hey, GetRectechSupport.com and 
You can find all the free info you want. It's all free. I'm not asking for nothing but donations if you want to give them. You know what I'm saying? Put a dollar in the bucket. She prefers the type of money that folds. I'm just saying. And it's going right back phones. to getting. It's going right back to get more information, so I can share it with more women. I'm not keeping none of it. It's all literally just one big circle. Dope, dope. Um, so moving on right here, Mr. Lazy Nerd, uh, podcasting. You know what I'm saying? Out there printing. Why? Why did you feel the necessity? What? What kind of got you started in this? Uh. I kind of got started in the nerddom part on accident. I grew up as a nerd. I game used to game 24-7, <laughs> 365. But uh went up to Florida to go for music because I am a musician. I'm on hiatus right now, a real big hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, I, I understand. I understand about the hiatus. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> or the the more better term now is sabbatical. I'm on sabbatical. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but yeah, I went up to Florida to go pursue music, get me a, a degree in music business. I graduated. I'm type of person. I was like, well, I don't know what type of job I need to, you know, do or work for. So I couldn't figure it out. I was like, as a musician, merchandise is super important to the musician, especially in this time time where CD sales is not like as big as it was like in the 90s or whatever. So I was like, yeah, why not make my own merch company so I don't have to go to third parties? And when you usually go to third parties, there's always a minimum. There's a lot to put up front. I was like, well, if I start my own printing company, I can keep everything in house. My profit margins would be higher. So that's why I kind of I kind of got into that. I was like, OK. I start doing this, now I start doing it for companies just so I could pay the bills. And then one day I went to a, co a convention, bumped into my friends that are also artists, and saw that they were doing the convention scene selling their art. I was like, oh, this is an option? <laughs> <laughs> and it spiraled down to like a six, seven year journey of me doing conventions into more recently getting to <laughs> mall, Louisiana. Um, me having the warehouse here too. It, I don't know. It's <laughs> I blinked mm. and I had a whole company, a whole printing company at that. I got started with one super small print machine that can only do one t-shirt at a time in four colors to now having two print machines that can do six color each an embroidery mm. machine. Now a podcast because of the pandemic. It's crazy. <laughs> but his name is Lazy Nerds. What is lazy about this man? Nothing. <laughs> I work yeah, so hard I so like when I get not... old, I can be as lazy as I want to. <laughs> Yo, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, gotta plan for that future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be like, yo, man, I'm gonna be so lazy when I get old. I can't wait. I'm putting in my hours <laughs> so my kids don't have to. Yo, look, you yo, you telling the truth on that one. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag leaving stuff for your kids. <laughs> they better take care of me too. No nursing home. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't have me up in there. Don't have me up in there in the nursing home, man. Eating like, rotten mashed potatoes with his teeth falling out. It's <laughs> always gonna be like some mean orderly that's like trying to beat you down and like 
just, yeah, if, if you're gonna put me in a nursing home, it better be one that you built out of my money. <laughs> and I got this huge ad, this huge theater uh, screen where I'm playing all my games and chilling. And I got pizza and barbecue. Oh. <laughs> so, in other words, you want your own one at your house. Yes, I, I want a haven. Though, <laughs> brother will be using up that senior discount, though. Like, <laughs> don't don't sleep. No, brother going to be on that on senior internet, discount too. like I used to be on a college discount. I'll be like, uh, I'm over 60. <laughs> I'll need uh, that senior ticket. <laughs> uh, last but not least, um, like I said, cosplay extraordinaire. You're a lawyer, so it, it, during the day, <laughs> all right. So during the day, you're out there like objection. You can't handle the truth. You know what I'm saying? So why, so why switch it up and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go cosplay. Um, yeah, so, you know, like you said, definitely lawyer by day, more on the um, government side. So I don't, I don't see the, the, the money that folds as much as, as I would like, <laughs> but, uh, you know, definitely good benefits and so forth. But no, reason cosplaying came about, uh, it actually, um, the whole mindset kind of started while I was in law school, you know, just kind of going through that phase. I mean, it was a very mentally stressful time period and, and uh, you know, that a new arc and journey in my life. And, you know, growing up, uh, like Leslie was saying, like I was into anime, cartoons, superhero, comic books, video games, but like, you know, I'm the youngest of three older brothers and all I had were like guys and my brothers to talk about this stuff with. Like, you know, my homegirls and my friends were just like, huh, what? Like, you know, if you try this makeup, you know, we're gonna, go hang out, do you like such such? And I'm just like, can we talk about why Goku spent like two episodes powering up, you know, to get Super <laughs> Saiyan 2? Like, nobody know really my struggle. got that. So, like, so <laughs> I kind of reverted back because I was looked at as, you know, weird or just like, you know, like, why are you under that? But once I got to like law school, it just kind of just, I don't know, light switch went off to be like, you know what, I don't care. Like, if I'm the only one that's into this, fine if I'm the only black girl that's into this stuff fine like if I'm gonna be weird like it or love it and through that it just kind of carried on throughout my life and then um you know went until I met my now husband and you know we went to a con uh my first con together he was just like I know you're into this stuff they have one around here let me go check it out and I went and I was just like oh my gosh there are people that look like me around here that are dressed up in like some of my favorite cop you know, my favorite characters and, you know, they're into this stuff too. And I was just so fascinated. And then I just got the con bug that bit me. I'm going to conventions and I went, took it up to the next level, went to Dragon Con and I'm seeing people mm. making, you know, trans seven foot, eight foot tall transformers out of like cardboard and like uh, work at workout foam mat. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this creative expression and being able to really just kind of be free and you know explore like however you you know you want to dress and look and there legit are no rules like that's what i loved about it that's what drew me to it because you know i'm i'm always looking for um that new interest or just trying to creative aspect to kind of push myself just to keep the juices flowing because being a lawyer by day <laughs> it can be very you know draining and and, and I, I love my job um but it, you know, I kind of want to still find that outlet to escape from the seriousness of my day to day. 
And that's what I was able to find out of cosplaying. And honestly, I, I, my first cosplay was um, I cosplayed as Rick from Rick and Morty. My husband dressed as, uh, um, yes. <laughs> as Morty. <laughs> and, Damn, I wanted to you know, it was like this horrible cheap blue wig I got from Amazon and this like white lab coat I borrowed from a friend. But like people recognized us. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is kind of cool. You know, when we went to um, another convention. And from there, I just kept looking for characters and pushing myself and trying to learn. You know, I went from hot gluing my stuff to now sewing stuff. And, you know, uh, instead of buying props, I love making my own props, you know, getting the tools and just throughout the years, kind of expanding on that process. And, you know, recently I was able to take a leap of faith and um, partake in probably one of the biggest (laughs) cosplay contests so far in my life with a crunchy roll and here I am thinking like there's no way I'm gonna even be in this contest. I you know, I'm okay, but you know, I was just like, you know, whatever, what the heck, I'm gonna just try and I got picked to be a participating finalist and I didn't win, but it was still a great opportunity just to meet and see these other cosplayers who have that same passion. And I just wanna keep showing people like look, there, there is no box that we have to be in for cosplaying because it can be a very toxic community. Um, <laughs> I've been fortunately blessed with a great True experience. Um, but what blows my mind is if certain Black uh, cosplayers dress as non-Black characters, um, which, side note, most of these anime characters aren't Black or aren't white or any. I mean, they aren't that either. So to hear people, you know, kind of come at them and this whole gatekeeping thing of just like, that's not what that person looks like. I'm like, who cares? Like, it's a cartoon character. It's a comic book character. There are no rules. You can dress and do however you want. That's why I don't box myself and limit myself into just cosplaying as black characters. Like, if I want to dress as Luffy from One Piece or Natsu from Fairy Tale, I'm going to do that. Spiky hair, blue hair, whatever. I might put a little black girl magic and have some like lots or some kiki curly wig to go with it but um yeah like that's one thing i love about it like i said there are no rules and this has just opened up um you know a door of opportunities and i've been able to meet some amazing people as individuals yourselves i'm here on this panel with you know and it just i i just love it and um it definitely segued into doing the podcast (laughs) and um i wanted to tell you something Believe it or not, the first time you met me, the first time I met you was in Jackson when you were dressed as uh, Rick from really? Rick. <laughs> I, I saw you and I took a picture with you and I didn't know you then. I didn't even know you so maybe about a year or something later. I was like, look at this young lady dressed as uh, I literally Rick. that was you had the little like the little the little spit from on your mouth, I think. And you had the blue beard. <laughs> and you had the I was like, I was like, that's dope. I said, all right, see? I said black yeah, people I have my can do flask. <laughs> Yeah, like I wonder we, if I met you too. I'd be so deep in the con circuit. I I, I, <laughs> I probably ha- everybody. I think, I think I have one of your hats. I think I, I guarantee I met each other that year because that's when I met Lazy Nerd at the same con in Jackson. <laughs> and I came up to him and I was like, What's up? I was like, Man, you got a dope presentation. I said, Where you from? He was like, You from Baton Rouge? I'm like, What? I said, I'm from there too. I said, You know, I'm doing something. You know, I'm I'm creating this thing, whatever. I said, well, cool. And Aaron was, you know, probably, uh, he definitely was one of my earliest earliest guests in year one. So uh, we had him on uh, 
he was an interesting interview at the time. <laughs> but ever since then, mm. man, we've been we've been doing some stuff together, and I'll go more into that in a few minutes. But Mike. I want to switch it over to you because you're a guest too. You ain't just y'all know you the moderator supreme, but we need nah, to know you. I'm just, I'm just a moderator, y'all. Just a moderator. Uh, nah, you ain't <laughs> just a moderator. I think the Don't moderator needs to get some notes. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not a biter. I'm a writer. From you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, all right. So nerd. So real quick, I used to watch a lot of. Well, I mean, still do YouTube. Um, kind of like pop culture. And geek commentary, um, and when it comes to the kind of like the the arena of pop culture, movie, uh, geek commentary and stuff, it's it's a uh, it it's very homogenous. <laughs> and I remember finding myself complaining about pretty much the same thing just about every episode, like. Why don't they cover this person? Or why don't they cover that movie? Or why don't, you know, or why don't they have this person on? And I think there was a moment, there was a show where someone who I, I sort of knew tangentially, um, we had met a couple times, said, hey, if you know any um, uh, comic book writers or comic book artists, let me know. I'd love to have them on the show. Uh, you know, because this person would normally have a panel of different comic book people and stuff like that, you know, different people in the industry. And I knew someone and I met, the, I, I was in a situation where both of them were at the same convention about 10 or 15 feet from each other talking to different groups of people. So I went and grabbed person A, went to person B, said, hey, person B has a show. How you doing? I watch the show all the time. I really enjoy it. This person has won this award, this award, this award. They're a comic book writer. They're super dope. You should definitely have them on. And that person was like, yeah, cool, you know, whatever. I'll, you know, get them on, this, and the third. And I continued to watch that show. And week after week, not the person that I brought to him or not that person that even looks like the person that I brought on. And the show remained very homogenous. And very uh, had had a very similar color palette every week, so <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, look, I'm doing all this complaining. I need to stop complaining and start making some stuff. Um, and ever since then, I've been on that nerd soul. I've been on that nerd soul train. Yeah. You know, shining shining the light on films that don't get a <clears> lot of love. Shine light on a lot of uh, artists that just aren't, you know, people ain't, you know, giving no shine. They're out there doing it, like one three three art, putting on events like um, rent party that we come in, uh, got coming in Halloween. Just like, you know, a lot of a lot of things where I'm like, hey, a lot of people want to talk about this stuff, don't really have a place to talk about it um, because either the algorithm is pushing it down or. You know, they think, you know, you might think like, hey, there's no people like us that are talking about it. I still find people today that say, you know, black people make comic books. Every which is like weird to me because I'm like, yeah, there's like tons of people. They've been making them forever. Like black people have been in the comic, comic book industry for quite some time. Um, I mean, we wrote poetry back in the, in, the, in the 1800s or whatever, way back when. Of course we write comics. Yeah, it's like so. It, it's just weird. And then, uh, similar to to um, like a Gamma and Leslie point, I was 
I was blessed to be surrounded by, you know, uh, young ladies, I guess, at that time that were playing games all the time. Like, we would, we would play Nintendo and we'd go outside and, you know, play, you know, soccer or whatever, or, you know, football or whatever it was. Like, we just, like, I ain't gonna front to this day. Shay, you know what I'm saying? I want my rematch on Dr. Mario. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, you beat me when I was young. Can you do it again? <laughs> but nah, I, I I always played you know video games with guys and girls, so it was same it, here. I guess at least I I I was I guess lucky to not grow up in this world where I guess women weren't playing video games or women weren't like like reading comics or something like that. Um, no, I mean I did know the very uh, you know girly girls because that is a thing, but I I kind of grew up around both. I grew up around very girly girls, and I grew up around girls that were like playing with Ninja Turtles. You know what I'm saying? I think so, we're anomaly like, down in the south. So. I feel like, uh, <laughs> well, down here it's in the a case state. of <laughs> oh yeah, in the south you're gonna find the the tomboys real quick because either you had a bunch of boy cousins or you had brothers, <laughs> and it was either get like them or get left behind real quick. Yeah, because see, I was, I am, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit further north because I'm from Virginia. So oh. I'm, I'm I'm a little further north, you know what I'm saying? You weren't in the in the most ignorant part of the south. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> but um, yeah. moving on, I want to I want to toss this to everybody real quick. Um, we are in different, you know, of course, beyond fandom, we are in kind of the parts of the industry that aren't seen as much or are doing like some things behind the scenes and also having products in the forefront. Um, what are you guys doing? And this is kind of to the floor. Um, what are you guys doing or how are you guys staying, I guess you could say, energized? And what are you doing to stand out? Um, go ahead. Um, well, I can, I can say for me, as I mentioned, um, with the cosplay contest, you know, one thing you know, silver lining, I can say, might be coming out of this pandemic because, you know, I had so many cons planned out. I was excited. I was like, I'm going to this one this year, this one. I was trying to add a new one. I was like, I can't wait. Dragon Con again, you know, going to BlurCon DC. Like, all this stuff was mapped out. I'm going to do these panels so forth. But due to the pandemic, I was like, eh, got to stay home. It's a wrap. I ain't going nowhere. But everything's now going to that virtual aspect. And that actually is opening up more opportunities because, I mean, you don't have to try to buy a ticket, fly anywhere, hotel, <laughs> stay, you know. So you have all these cons that are doing cosplay contests. At least for me, I'm allowed to do multiple, you know, simultaneously because um, I'm not, you know, overwhelmed with trying to, you know, and financially trying to spend money to figure out how I'm going to attend this one and this one. It's, it's a matter of, you know, properly documenting your process you know, taking nice, crisp pictures, creating a portfolio, and then, like, shooting it off. And, you know, some some of them want a video so they can kind of see your personality and, like, the, the full layout of your cosplay. So through through that, to just keep, you know, that my cosplay juice is flowing so I don't, you know, kind of get burnt out and, and, and just be like, oh, you know, I, I don't have any um, inspiration for anything is, to really seek out these virtual cosplay contests and, you know, push myself to, you know, see what their requirements are, what I need to do. And with each one, I, I'm definitely growing and learning a lot from it. And also just 
another reminder, which I think we're all able to kind of speak on this, is that it's fun. Like I'm this to me, I, I don't look at cosplaying or doing the podcast as like a job. Like when you're doing something mm-hmm. with sincerity and you're genuine about it for the right reasons and you're not trying to do it for the purpose of let me see how many likes I can get. Let me see how many files I can get. I'm I'm only doing this for, you know, the to, do to go viral gram. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, doing it for the gram versus like I genuinely put my heart and soul in this cosplay. I love it. I'm proud of it. I just want to share that with the world. Like it or love it. And a lot of times I, I, on the, the panel we did for Michael kind of had to laugh about it is that sometimes I'll take a picture and I'll do all this editing to it and I'll be like so excited. I'm like, oh man, you know, this going this gonna be the one. Everybody gonna get it and gonna, it's gonna get some likes, you know, because people gonna love it too because I put so much work into it. I love it. And it's like, man. And then one where I'm just kind of like, I was like, you know what? Let me just put this thing on. And goes not saying viral but like oh that's so fun like i get all these likes i'm like i didn't even do anything like i low-key should have went and put a filter over this little but i mean it, i think that just goes into like the, the timing of stuff like that but when you do it for the right reasons you won't get burnt out and you just continue to have fun with it so yeah cool cool oh the pandemic actually Half of the reason I started doing what I was doing, it kind of gave me a kick in the pants. I'm like, okay, look, everyone's at home. I've been seeing a lot of people ask, like, hey, I want to start getting an IT. I see people are into IT. So, I mean, since we are in a pandemic and everything's running off the internet, I want to get into it. How do I get started? And you hear, oh, you can go to this site and pay for this, or you can go to this site and pay for this, or you can go here or there. And it's like, <laughs> you're giving five pieces of advice. And not everybody learns the same way and then you might get there and you pay to sign up for this courses and then you start taking the course mm. and it you lose it they're like okay now i feel like i wasted my money trust me i've done it i've mm-hmm. wasted hundreds of dollars on courses that taught me everything i already knew <laughs> but it, it drove me <laughs> and I'm a like, whole another panel how <laughs> courses like <laughs> i feel like <laughs> i'm sitting there like what <laughs> Why do I Why feel like I... somebody gave me something better for free? Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm at least give like you too. <laughs> right. I'm actually gonna branch out into that later. I got some stuff in the works in the background for that and might be podcasting myself later. Right now I'm just focusing on, hey, I've got these books. I've got books from Hackett. I've got books for the for the from for dummy series. I've got certification courses i've got all this stuff paid money for and it's just sitting here collecting dust i'm like okay here you go here's a website you want to get into being an influencer here's a bunch of books that'll teach you to work with twitch youtube building your brand cool how much for it nothing you like it you like it you don't you don't you didn't pay anything for it i don't think just pay attention that's all i ask <laughs> it's attention. like it's like I'm not going to sit here and charge you $10, $15, $20 for something that you may or may not even like. Get it for free. If you like it, if it works for you, that's great. If not, if it helps you get a job, even better. Pay it forward. How I just, it goes. Like, I might. It's like, I'm just trying to help women, especially since we're so underrepresented in the IT field and in the gaming industry. And I want to see more women there. I want to see us, because the more of us get into these fields, 
that fight for equal pay becomes a whole lot easier. It's like you can't say, well, you can't get equal pay. There's not as many of y'all. Okay. All right. I'm that's not even a, women that's not even a that's not even a logical argument though. That's, <laughs> at all. You would like, be surprised. <laughs> it's not, but you it's would like, be surprised. Like, hold on, what? <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, you just heard you heard old boy from Wells Fargo just recently, like, right? And that, oh, that's my problem. It's so hard to find. It's like so you're hard. there, and then there's just as many people who, just as many women who are into video games, anime, manga, IT, geeky stuff that aren't honest with themselves. They're like, I like it, but I don't want other people to know. Okay, learn right. about it. Get better at it. Women of color, even we. Yes, I've 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 noticed we we are out there in the this blurred culture and like community. Like we aren't an anomaly. Like I thought growing up, and that's even more reason why I want to just be in the forefront or as visual as possible because I feel like there's little girls, little black girls that were my age thinking like I'm, you know, I'm by myself. I'm weird, but when they see us, you know. People like me and Leslie, they're just like, oh, so I'm not alone. Like, y'all are out there and y'all do other things. And so, yeah, I think that's just and very important to um, highlight. Especially, and that's another reason why I said I'm giving everything away. I want y'all to make, I want them to be able to make their own decisions. If you want to get into IT and you don't know where to start, I'm nine times out of a 10. I probably have seen a book that will get you started and you can at least Get a foot in the door. That's all I really want. I want women to be able to say, I learned about this from this site. I got this book from this site. Instead of having to go around, spend hundreds of dollars on stuff that I can't understand or I don't know or I didn't even want and didn't know it until I had to pay for it. I want them <laughs> to find the information they need and not have to pay an arm and a leg like I did. I'm trying to make things easier because I've done all that. I spent 15 years finding, trying to find a foot trying to find footing and trying to understand what I wanted to do. And I'm trying to just make it easier. So it'll be easier for women to get in these fields. In fact, hopefully, hopefully if things continue to grow, I want to actually have an all female game design studio where women who want make their own games. I want to give them a platform to launch their games on. I don't have to go out here and search for it and have to pay me all these millions of dollars in fees and just like, okay, mm-hmm. once the game starts to sell, you get this nice 45% out of everything else because everything goes to fees and licensing and all that. You got a game, it works. That joint be like a, that joint be like a record contract. Right. <laughs> I was just about to say TLC. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm trying to say if a woman has um, a woman has a video game already fleshed out, ready to go, you need somewhere to advertise it? Listen to me. I have a you can pay me the barest of minimum just to get it out there. If you start selling it, whatever you sell it for, that's your money. Don't, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be the gr- next great capitalist. I'm trying to help women get a foothold somewhere in an industry that doesn't allow us. To. This is something I've always wanted to do. But the first time I wanted to do this, I had two other people working with me. I wanted it to be a black IT spot, a spot for black IT professionals to get I together remember. and share and give the information. You remember. How hard I pushed to work on that. And the first thing I kept getting from everybody I worked with is, well, let's put ads on the site and let's generate revenue. I'm like, how are we going to generate revenue on a site with no content? So you want to put an ad on the site, you're going to have more ads than you're going to have articles. How does that work? I'll sway. 
Wait, really? They try to have ads without Yes. You? Yes, that's what? why why you think I stopped working on it? I gave it up. I'm like, y'all out y'all out for dollars. This makes no sense. How you gonna have a whole ad a whole site full of ads in one article on Excel? How sway? How? That's why I walked away. That's why I walked away from the project and that's why I gave up on it for a while. Good it decision. wasn't until best decision I ever made. And I, I also switched my audience because I went to an audience that I knew would appreciate what I'm trying to do. Because women, we experience gatekeeping too. Yeah, I know you know. We'll gatekeep ourselves real quick. But that is weird. <laughs> that is that is a whole that's a whole other thing. I've noticed it, and I'm not a woman. I've noticed it, and I've been like, "This is weird." Like I've been, I've been at yep. times and been like, "Is this?" Yeah, you know exactly what I'm dealing with, especially. Like, is this something between do. that I don't know the, about? The claws come out. <laughs> yes, real quick. Real talk. That's a whole different discussion for a whole other time. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. what I'm saying, this is my part though. It's not the whole part. It, it, no, it's, it's not. It's, 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 it's there. still. It's, there, it's very noticeable. And when yeah. it's it, it's there and it's noticeable, and it's always going to be there. But that's a whole different thing. But biggest thing was if I'm telling everybody I'm doing this for the love and the helping people, and how many people change their mind about what I'm trying to do because I'm not trying to make a dollar from it. So capitalism is real in these streets. Even yes. when you're trying to just help people. If you're saying you're doing them, you're taking their money that they're donating to you to help other people. It some reason is like weird. They're like, that makes no sense. Why aren't you using my money to make more money? No, I'm using your money to get resources to help other people to learn to make money. Human capital, human capital. Right. I'm investing in the person rather than I'm investing in the business. And a lot of people kind of they don't know how to deal with that or they can't process the fact that I'm legitimately just want to help people because I love helping people. I've always been like that. And it, it's something that's always going to be there, but I've learned to accept it and I've learned to look past it. If you want to help me, at least I'm telling you where your money's going. I'd rather be honest mm -hmm. with you to your face than lie to you behind your back. Just being real. All right. Okay. Lazy nerd. Uh, what's a hard lesson you've learned? Um, that just because you're the hardest worker out there doesn't mean it's always going to equate to the best outcome. You still have to have a strat uh, strategy and implement that strategy well. well for this pandemic, I'm so, I don't like to really say because how I can come off, but I am grateful that I had to take this break because it was definitely something that I needed. Because Keith knows, every weekend, <laughs> man, <laughs> I was gone. You be from Utah to Florida. I'm like in a truck. I'm like, what? I, I'm, I can co-sign you on that. I, same here. So, Blessing in disguise, sad to say. <laughs> I just got a mentor, and he went there, sat down with me on how many hours a week I was working. I was working like eighty hours a week. So <laughs> I'm essentially uh, doing the same thing just because I'm I have a full time job and then I'm still running this site too. And a mom. I feel I feel you over that. <laughs> and I have a twelve year old gamer son. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm going through puberty and oh, all of this. No. <laughs> With a boy. 
<laughs> but yeah, I would say the hardest lesson I I'm learning now is to efficiently use your energy. And just because you can outwork everybody does not mean you're going to get better outcome. You need to have a very good strategic plan on how to get the message out there to people while also reserving your body. Once your body goes dead, you can't work anymore anyway. So you get one. Yeah. So take some time to make sure your body's healthy, your mental's healthy, and make good strategic plans on how to get your message out there. All right, cool. Gamma? Um, for me, um, it, it's kind of two-part. Uh, first part is when, when it comes to cosplaying, um, the first hard lesson I'll say that I had to learn was that not everybody's going to get it with your cosplay. Not everybody's going to necessarily like it. Um, even people who love you to death and would probably give you their right arm they're going to love you, but they might look at you and be like, what is this? Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, and, and you have to know that that is not a, um, a result or, or essentially means that the work that you put into your cosplay is a reflection of that. They, there's just some people out there who's just not supportive or not going to get it, but that's fine. If you push and did what you wanted and you can look in a mirror and be like, you know what? I'm happy with this cosplay. Regardless if you got it from Party City, online, commissioned, made it yourself, got it through some clothes from a thrift store out your own closet. If you can walk away and be like, I'm proud of this. I know what I'm doing. Cool. That is dope. Love that. Um, and uh, the, the second part is acknowledging that you really have to invest in yourself. If you want to reach a certain goal, you know, like I said, my first cosplay, I had cheap Amazon wig and a little white lab coat. And I was looking at these other cosplayers. I'm like, they got on armor. This got a whole, like, home, you know, homemade um, kimono and, you know, swords and weapons and props and everything like that. Like, I want that, I want that. But I can't, you know, half do the work and, you know, not really invest and kind of get cheap stuff here and there. That's fine for practice. You know, you don't want to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on something and you don't even know if you're going to like doing it in the end. So in the beginning, yes, that makes sense. But in the long haul, like if you want quality results, you need to invest in yourself. So you need to buy quality, you know, equipment and tools and quality software and investing in getting a camera. You know, it doesn't mean you have to do that all at once. But if you if your goal is to look and and have the end result a certain way, you just gotta accept the fact that like, you're not gonna be able to cut corners, especially when it comes to the materials and the quality and trying to trying to make a cosplay. I tried and uh, very much failed. <laughs> it was a humbling experience. I was like, this this didn't come out. I, I thought if I just would have bought a cheap one or if I cut a little corner, I'd still get just as good. Nah, I, I've seen a substantial, like, a huge difference in um, the quality of my cosplays. Once I really took my time and started investing in, in, in the the tools and in the materials and taking my time um, from when I first started. So uh, yeah, not everybody's going to like it and invest in yourself. Cause if you don't, people are going to notice and it's not going to grow. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah. So, Keith, hard lesson. What you got? Oh, man, a lot of them. Um, I'm kind of going to build off of what Gamma and um, what uh, Aaron said. Hard lesson, and um, I'm saying this from experience. Um, sometimes as content creators are starting a business, you kind of just jump out there. You can actually do the work, and what you're doing might be fine, but then the keyword is protection, paperwork, strategic plan. Y'all, if you can, it's sometimes it's not, you know, the cheapest thing like Gamma was saying, but if you can, as, as, as Leslie learned from me, yep. get your paperwork right. Start your LLC first. LLC doesn't cost that much. Figure out your tax, your tax situation. I literally have just learned this bad situation. I'm working. I'm late on my taxes right now. May not, I'm trying to not run into a brick wall with a fee, so I may not be able to even claim it, but it's no big deal. But learn and research what you want to do. It's, it's, sometimes it takes a little long. You know, you can still put out the content, but do it. And the reason why I say that because as, as much as there's people who want to gatekeep on you, there's people that only want to gatekeep on you. They want to become you and take your identity and use it. Have this a couple of times, got to deal with somebody or we'll have to deal with them down the line, but get your trademarks. I did get my, I got my, my, tr my trademark is for my clothes, shirts, whatever. If you can trademark yourself as a brand all the way through, as I'm sure nerd. So, and I know Aaron, Aaron is all about it. You know, sometimes you're not just this, you might want to branch out, you know, Lurdish went from a podcast to just on a couple of drop shipping shirts. I still do drop shipping shirts with a T public. I'm an affiliate. Now I am also now a, uh, a comic book distributor. You know, I work each deal, pretty much everybody who's in the store, you know, not every deal is the same. You know, you got to be able to discuss things. You got to be open-minded, but you know, look for your, if you are a for-profit business, you know, be honest with yourself, take care of yourself and invest in yourself. You know, don't shortchange yourself because you want to be in this industry or you want to be, you know, having fun. Fun is good, is good. But if you are a business, follow good, sound business advice, principles. There's wonderful people like Leslie. It's free. A lot of stuff you can find if you never even took a business, you have a business degree or not, whatever. I have a whole account degree. I'm rusty with it. I'm now in the library. I'm now in working a library so i'm learning hard lessons and i've studied some of these things and you know you don't learn until you actually practically do some of these things and actually and uh, apply them so i'm just telling you now if you if you're out here you want to start something cool do it sometimes also, don't tell don't everybody your you, idea will? you know but sometimes share it like i know it's weird sometimes don't tell everybody but don't hold it forever work on it get it out there you know be proud of your work you know, because nobody else is going to be proud of it all the time. You know, they sometimes <laughs> might just be your mama. She might, you know, when you when you used to draw that picture and she put it on the refrigerator, it just might feel like how it started off first. But then you might run into, uh, you know, a fellow person like Aaron. You might run into a Leslie and you might get to start working with these great people. You might run into a Gamma and start building a collab and do anime reviews about BNA. Or you might run into a nurse soul and you might better jump in and talk about the pistol shrimp on, on the power review. <laughs> so, you know, one thing is like everybody a loves a pistol shrimp. Everybody <laughs> like it. he burns everything up. He got that fight. But uh, think of it like just it's like being an onion. You know, you peel back the layers till you get to the core, and you keep peeling. So 
build your layers. You know, it's like a reverse onion, I guess. Build your layers, protect yourself, work on your craft, invest in yourself. That don't mean go in debt. That don't mean kill your financial mm -hmm. future. You know, be Even smart. though you're going to go in debt, but try don't, not to go too much debt. <laughs> don't do more than what your day job will allow you to do. And then build upon as you build your levels. Don't be ridiculous out here. Don't, don't, don't listen to, 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 to generic gatekeeper who ain't got a dollar to their name and fronting out there like they got it. And then you ain't got it, then they're going to laugh at you. Build, work on your brand, work on your quality. Keep putting your stuff out. Keep being dope. Keep working hard. Word up, word up. Uh, I guess uh, for me, I'll say uh, rap, to wrap it all, the, the hardest lesson I learned is, and this was early on, is do not compare yourself to other people. Yeah. As you start to move and operate in the industry, you'll notice these people that you thought were living this or having this or doing that. Faking it. Man. Grass ain't always greener. <laughs> Man, Tribe Called Quest got that song said, all this is fantasy. There's a whole lot of fantasy out there. You see in photos on what Instagram. What they do, what they do. Or Facebook, or you see in stuff on Twitter. It's fantasy. Stay focused on your mission. Know what your mission is. Stay focused on it. Don't worry about whether they're a big company, a middle-sized company, an independent creator, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever you know, industry you're in. Focus on your goal and keep going. Do not compare yourself to other people. One, it'll drive you crazy. And two, you're probably comparing yourself to something that ain't even real in the first place. Um, so <laughs> with that said, uh, right here, we got Lazy Nerd. Tell them where they can find you. Um, Lazy Nerd Designs, pretty much all across the board, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now YouTube. We've actually started putting stuff on YouTube, the podcast things. So pretty much any important social media platform besides snapchat it's lazy nerds design that's where you can find me and he's a twitch affiliate shout out to you being a twitch oh affiliate. yeah i forgot about oh, that yeah. <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up um and then right here we have leslie moore what's up get wrecked tech support you can find me on facebook get wrecked tech support on instagram get wrecked tech support twitter wreck tech up and I'm going to actually be starting a YouTube channel relatively down the line when I get a better camera. And I'm going to start taking some of the content that I have and starting creating lesson plans for people who want to get into things. So visual learners, I'm going to work with y'all too. I need to subscribe. There. It's getting there soon. And down the line, I'm also going to do a podcast called Tech Talks with a Mom. So it's going to be, you get to hear more about adventures with me dealing with IT, the work that I do. Currently, I'm an on-site support specialist doing the COVID-19 community testing. So I go around with the nurses when they go throughout the community and I'm their IT support on-site to make sure the computers work so we can get these people what? tested. What? And Tech Talks with a Mom will be talking about me and IT, me and gaming, me as a mom, and dealing with COVID. And look! <laughs> Nurse so light said, Y'all finish this without yeah, me. Boy. I've been on the front lines since March. Been on the front lines <laughs> since well, March. I thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. No problem. And I'm still doing, like I said, I do that 40 hours a week. 
and I'm doing the site at the same time. So I'm just trying to make sure we all y'all gonna get this knowledge, whether you want it or not. Y'all gonna get, get this it. Knowledge. Get wrecked. <laughs> get wrecked. Uh, 2020. <laughs> All right, uh, and moving on to Bottom Square, we got Gamma Ray. Where can they find you? Yes, uh, Gamma Ray Cosplay on all social media platforms. Um, also, the podcast I help co-host, Geeked Up. You can find us on all social media platforms at Geeked Up JXN. Um, definitely check out the podcast. We got um, our YouTube channel. It's Geeked Up. Um Definitely shout out. Feel free to like, follow, share, support. We have a Patreon page, you know, which goes towards helping us support to uh, be able to put on the podcast. So every little nickel, dime, quarter, more so on the money that folds, like Mike was saying, <laughs> yeah, uh, would folds. be appreciated. But yeah, um, like I said, Gamma Ray Cosplay and Geeked Up Jackson. Oh, you right. can also find me on GetRectechSupport.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, last but not least, Keith Blurdish, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> well, you can find me, uh, um, of course, at www.blerd-ish.com. That's www.blurdish.com, spelled just the way it is on the shirt. Um, I'm on Instagram, blurred.ish. Um, I'm on Twitter now. You know, I've actually started using Twitter, uh, blurdish1. You can find it. Um, Mike, thankfully, has uh, retweeted stuff. He has kept the name alive through Twitter before somebody steal it, you know. But so I'm like, you know what? Let me go out there and start doing more with it on Twitter. So I'm on all social media. Of course, Facebook, Keith Cooper. Uh, there is the Blurtish page on Facebook. Again, um, we're on all, well, pretty much you can find us on all major uh, podcast avenues except YouTube. But we're on Apple. We're on Google Play. We're on uh, TuneIn. We're on iHeartRadio now. So, um, you you and Charlemagne the God on iHeartRadio, boy. Hey, man, (laughs) trying to build something. But, uh, but basically, yeah, you can, uh, you know, you can get comic books from me. You can, uh, you know, listen to our podcast and get dope shirts. Got a sale coming up starting tomorrow. And also, you can find everybody on this panel on the Blurtish podcast. Literally about to put up Leslie's episode when we get finished. I'm going to put a finish putting up her episode. Got Aaron on there. Gamma been on there multiple times. Nerd Soul been on there multiple times. And, you know, I just think, you know, get good people in your corner. Uh, you know, collaborate, man. Collaborations. Work on different things. Be flexible and, you know, have fun with it. You know, protect your energy. Protect your mind. Work on positive goals. And, yo, this, this, that's why it's beyond fandom. We're going beyond fandom. We're trying to build something out here. This was up. This was up. Uh, lastly, N E R D S O U L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube is the hub. Podcast everywhere. Just search my name, you'll find it. Uh, big thank you to the organizers of this event. Super dope. We're glad. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had us come through. This, is, of course, is the Beyond Fandom panel. From us to you, we're saying thanks for watching and peace. Peace. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.